Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, I'm Alan McGuire, and this is Juvenalia, a podcast where we talk to an interesting person about a piece of pop culture that was important to them when they were young. Uh, we have a special guest host with us today. Uh, her book, Promising Young Women, is out with Virago right now. It's excellent. She'll be with us for two episodes in the next little while. It's Karen O'Donoghue. Hi, welcome back to the show. Back, I know. Back as a guest host. I know. Last time I was here talking about Frasier and uh, fell madly in love with Sarah Griffin, who you've killed today. So. Yeah, no, we've got it locked away. We've got a load of secret rooms in the studio now, and we put Sarah in one. She's writing something about some kind of horror book, I think. I don't yeah. know. In her own menstrual blood. That's what more she likely. does. Yeah, <laughs> I won't. Yeah, I won't endorse that. But yeah, sure. <laughs> and our guest today is a writer for Daily Edge, and. Um, she does those Love Island things that you're you're obsessed with. <laughs> I don't watch Love Island, so I I don't get them. But everybody loves them, and Fanula's great. It's Fanula Jones. Hi guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Um, you're going to talk to us about something that I have no experience of whatsoever. I literally never heard of it until you, you said you were going to do it. So tell us what it is. Um, so I'm going to talk about Stardoll, mm-hmm. which is essentially I would consider it like the original social network um, I wasn't allowed to have Bebo for a very long time so I um, navigated towards this and it's essentially a site where you can dress up like these cartoon celebrities so like you have like there's like, a host of people on it they had like Jared Way and like Paris Hilton and they had like three different versions of Fergie and stuff and they had like <laughs> all the outfits from like their, mu- like their music videos and stuff and you could just put them on them and stuff blah blah but also you could have like your own profile so you'd have your own like I think they were called me dolls and then you could like dress them up and you had like a house that you decorated for them and you'd do like your page the same way you'd have like a Bebo profile where people would have like those weird poems and stuff and you, it was the same on Stardoll and yeah that was basically it and you tried to get people to send you gifts and stuff so and it was a lot like Bebo so but like it was a lot yeah but like it was a secret because your parents kind of. didn't know that that's what it was well yeah that was the thing they thought it was like oh that's so cute look at her dressing up uh, whoever and that's nice and she just wants to like play put stuff on Audrey Hepburn when it was really like I was talking to people who I had no idea who they were but thankfully <laughs> it was like all when I was on it it was all like delectably wholesome and I actually mm-hmm. made really good friends with the girl from like Wicklow and stuff and mm. We're like still in touch now from it, which oh, is bizarre. So yeah, it's so cute. Um, so, what first appealed to you about it was it the fact that it was the customizable dressing up your own avatar, having like a like a drawing of yourself going around the place, or was it the chat element that you liked? To be honest, what initially drew me in was like this whole thing of the celebrities and like seeing like their clothes and putting them on mm. and like styling it's like them. Paper dolls, essentially. Pretty much, yeah. The original name of it was actually Paper Doll Heaven. Oh, so there was like, and I think they still have an offshoot of it. So they have. Stardoll still exists as like a site where you can do everything and then they have if you just want to dress up people they have Paper Doll Heaven but it originally started as that but then I suppose as I got into it like people took it like really really seriously they were like 
blogs and stuff that came off of it and people like so would set up like their own magazines and stuff mm-hmm. like you'd like what I assumed were like 14 year olds like photoshopping these like immense covers of like their own dolls with like all these like fashionable outfits and stuff and I just thought it was so cool and I suppose for someone who didn't really have the means or like the resources <laughs> to be stylish in real life yeah. it was like class for me mm. to be like look how hot I am here and like pretty <laughs> and stylish and look at my clothes I just loved it So um, for context give me an idea of like the years that you were active on Star Dolls Oh it would have been like oh, primary school I'm going to say like 2000 and like 2006 Seven, so it's a post 9-11 thing. Eight. Yeah. Started all the post 9-11 fascination. I think that was when it like peaked because that was when I knew like a load of my friends were on it as well and I was like reading up on it before I came in. And, How like, did you hear about it? Like, How did from I that hear age? about it? That's a good question. I don't know. I had far too much internet access at that age. I'm going to be yeah. quite yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah. So I was kind of one of the first of my friends who was on it and then got mm. my the rest of my friends into it. So Yeah. Yeah, what I find so interesting is that like, so there's about, I'm, I'm 28, you're 24, 23? 22. Sorry, you said that like literally before we recorded it, <laughs> and I immediately forgot. Um, but like, we, I, we we are the first generation to grow up entirely online. I don't really remember a point in my life when there wasn't a computer in my house, um, however clunky or whatever. And like, it's go- over the next few years, we're definitely going to get more and more people talking about that very specific way of growing up. And what's weird about it is, is that like, you know, people who grew up in the 60s, they'll always have their like Beatles fan club badges or posters. And like every generation has their own like ephemera that they Mm. just have lying around. But because we grew up online, we don't have that physically. Like literally Bebo doesn't exist anymore. Those pictures don't exist. Yeah. Star Dolls does still exist. Like, do you think it's weird that like we're going to, like our adolescence like won't exist in a physical way you know yeah it is but even I actually I was writing a piece for it for work and I went back to try and get on to my old account and I I think I deleted my email or something I couldn't get on to it and I was actually devastated like because I knew other people who still had theirs they don't go on it but like that's just they have it and they're able to access it and I really wanted to get into mine for work and I was like oh it's just gone like where Mm. is it like my username was fiery11 Fiery 11. Don't know why that was. I think I wanted to go for like Feisty 11 or something. Yeah. But it was taken. And then I was like, Fiery's like the next best thing, I think. And my brother used to rip the piss out of me the whole time for that username. But um, she exists somewhere in the ether and I hope she's happy in <laughs> Star Land. But yeah, it is kind of weird. It's not having that like tangible sense of like, oh yeah, that was me when I was like, yeah, however old I when mm. I was like 11 or 12 and weird it, like 11 or 12 as well was that point in your life where like there's no photographs of you like there's so many pictures of me when I was like a child child like all kind of like doughy and sweet and still being like wearing clothes that your parents put you in and there's pictures of you as a teenager out with your friends yeah. but that kind of preteen era it's like you're this gangly looking weirdo mm. <laughs> no one looks good at that age yeah. ever it's the least cute age of all the ages and uh, there's and like generally your parents don't really take photos of you there's not really around the place but your avatar online which is this kind of like idealised version of you yeah does exist yeah. which is so interesting I can remember it like so specifically in my head as well which is bizarre like now obviously you could change it and stuff and I used to change mine like all the time and I used to get myself like dirty blonde hair and like these like cowie buns and stuff and yeah. have like four pairs of like fake eyelashes on my outfit <laughs> and I'd be like mm, I'm just like a mole for good measure and stuff but yeah. it was just yeah it was just I think it was like a way that like again because I was kind of getting into makeup then and like trying to like get into that scene where I'm trying to establish what my actual identity was. And I think I would kind of like 
try and project that onto the doll to get like really deep and beyond like mm. the whole mm, I just like dressing up but yeah, yeah I just I loved it because I did have a real love of makeup within me but had no outlet per se other than this and I really loved it I just remember I'd go over the eyeliner over and over again on the doll and just be like oh I know. I remember. I, I didn't actually use Star Dolls, but I used lots of platforms that are very like it. Like mm. basically, you have a cartoony type anime character, and you put clothes on them or whatever. Um, and I always remember, like even when I was like twelve, being like, I don't want to make it too attractive because I don't want to feel like I'm lying. Like <laughs> I want to make it like moderately attractive, like sensible Bob on this doll. Because I didn't want anyone in school to think that like I thought that I was amazing. Yeah, I yeah. Mean? <laughs> Oh no, I went like full glam bitch. Like it was like, I were, like I'd be in my like, they were, our, the houses were called like sweets and I'd be wearing like full evening gowns and like loads of diamonds. Because like that was, that was kind of the standard. So like as with like most social networks or whatever, like, or even before kind of the time of celebrities, like you'd have like these hierarchies where like, like there were users that'd be more popular and stuff and oh, yeah. you'd have to try and emulate them in terms of like their style and their suite and stuff. But even to kind of do that, like... I remember recently I downloaded the Kim Kardashian game. Not recently. This is like when it first came out. This yeah. was like yesterday. And it was like, you couldn't really progress unless you paid money for it. I remember being like, what the hell? I'm not, I've done deleted it. Yeah, but then yeah. remembered that like, with Stardall, they had a way where if you paid like 250 out of your credit, mm. you got like um, this thing called superstar status, which meant you could buy like certain clothes and stuff. Um, and you got like a certain amount of star dollars and you could get things that weren't available to like users who didn't pay and I would say that I spent 250 a week for the bones of like a year and a half like I'd probably have a mortgage now if I didn't didn't spend all that money on star all but But like how are you because I remember seeing things like that like whenever I play those games I'd only get to a certain point of them and then they're asking you for money and Mm. then I just give up Um, because like the idea of asking my parents for their credit card details so I could buy things online was like so foreign Mm. to me how how were you managing that? Okay so this is the thing right so okay you had a way that you could buy through like a credit card and stuff obviously I didn't have a credit card and my mum would have battered me if I asked her for it to pay for virtual items Um, but they did have a way where you could like text and it was like it took 250 out of your credit and then you got it whatever so I was like mom I need 20 euro to top up my phone for my free text and then it was like actually I'm buying virtual clothes (laughs) with your hard earned money Clista sorry about that but yeah oh my gosh yeah I'm so, pretty sure you can still do it that way as well when I went on to peruse like there's a way that you just yeah. spend it out of your phone bill or your credit or whatever. So, so sneaky though. Mm. Like it's so really irresponsible sneaky. to be engaging kids like that. Like. It's, yeah, especially for kids those age and the age group that it was aimed at. Like it was, they made it too, way too easy. Like yeah. way, way, so way too easy. I remember around that time in like, uh, on like the Xbox and stuff, there was like um, Oblivion and World of Warcraft and stuff. Mm. And you could obviously, you could always buy like extra content for those games. But they started doing the things where you could buy like new armor that just looked nicer and didn't actually do anything. And there was a huge debate about why are we spending this money yeah. on just aesthetic stuff. Whereas like people 10 years younger were like, yeah, Grant, we're doing it. Yeah. Didn't give a shit. <laughs> Take my money. Asked and answered, we're doing yeah. it. Yeah. That was the thing. It was So they started like releasing, they had like kind of designer lines. So they had like... um they opened like a DKNY shop on it, but it was like actual virtual, like real DKNY clothes, but like you couldn't yeah. get them unless you were a superstar. Oh, so, wow, okay. Yeah, and like the only way you could get them was there was like a secondhand market called the Star Bazaar where like they would, people would sell their clothes or whatever, blah, 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 but like they'd have them for like so much money that you'd never be able to have that money unless you were buying Star Dollars through 
becoming a superstar if that makes sense yeah, so it was yeah. just but it was people clamoured over the stuff like it was and they'd go for like crazy 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 prices and it was just it's just insane. a classic pyramid scheme isn't it yeah like. oh completely <laughs> like completely and utterly and I loved it loved every minute yeah. of it to be and honest do you feel like do you feel like just nostalgia or do you feel like oh critical that you were like sucked into this sort of like online capitalism? oh no <laughs> absolute, absolute nostalgia sorry <laughs> no like, just love not. it like sometimes I'm like, sometimes I'm like oh the money but now I'm like no like, sometimes I think of the clothes I'm like yeah they were gorgeous yeah. <laughs> like, they were so pretty like were there a lot of brands on there um so the dkny they had a designer called uh vivian tam i wouldn't really be massively familiar with her in real life but it was kind of interesting in that sense that it did open me up to like have knowledge about her and like mm. other celebrities that i wouldn't have known about it was cool in that sense i'm trying to think what other brands i think it was somewhere that they found though there was like that they were in that space kind yeah, of yeah yeah exactly they did yeah. have like before they brought in like actual real brands they did have like this thing called hot boys which was where they had like it would just be like a dress or something and it would be like called hot boys and they mm. were suddenly like really really rare like it was oh, sold right. they were sold before I was had joined and then you like if you found them it was like such a big deal and if you had them you were class like and there was kind of a collection that if you had them all you were like legit in the star doll world so it was the same as well they introduced um, these Mary Kate and Ashley dolls and there was like this glitch with the clothes so they had like a line of their own clothes as well and obviously they were considered they were like the height of fashion at the time they still are but like around this time they were like peak cool peak style Um, and whatever happened with the system there was like copies of the clothes went out by mistake and they went on sale for free and people <gasps> got them oh my yeah, god no I didn't get them and I remember there was this little girl being interviewed about Stardall before with like people in the company around like peak time and she was asked about her favourite thing about it and she said about the Mary Kate and Ashley clothes yeah. and then they just like they were like haha gas and then they just got rid of them completely because she'd exposed this like flaw Which in the system of <laughs> getting them yeah oh so my it was a big deal like people She's on the, the site hated her like it was, it was insane like oh wow it's so like Mary Kate and Ashley is such like a they're so synonymous with that era of like mm. early online, aren't they? Like, yeah. I feel like I, I'm so fascinated by them as a thing because like, I feel like they were children for such a long time and now they've totally bypassed like er, young womanhood and now they just act like 55 year old women. Mm. <laughs> just like just, always smoking. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, married to French millionaires. I Goals. Absolutely. So, I love them so much. I have this like this picture of them. It was my um, phone background for so long. Oh, they're, they're both in like these black dresses and they're under an umbrella together. <laughs> <laughs> and they just look like deposed countesses from a nation that no longer exists. <laughs> Passport oh to Paris is there. I think the best one, to be honest. What was the one with Megan Fox? What? Megan Fox was in one, and I feel like they were on a beach. That's... Oh, I bet she was like the bitchy one. Yeah, I was like, no, she was like their like boss or something who was like bitchy, but then became their friend in the end or something. I don't know. Oh, it's gonna wreck my head. I can't remember what it was. But um, the one with Eugene Levy was also really good. New York Minute. They were a bit oh, older yeah. then. Mm. That was class. That was so funny. If you so, can't so think good. of like um, what one it is, just think of different countries. Yeah. Just... And then... <laughs> Different just add in a noun. Yeah. <laughs> Make your own Mary Kate and Ashley movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Guns in Guinea. Like, <laughs> That's dark. Yeah. That's the dark turn. Don't know yeah. why, why that was the first thing I mean, guns there. is a weird noun to start with for Mary Kate and Ashley. <laughs> you kinda yeah. hamstrung yourself. They're there. gun running in yeah. <laughs> What would their Irish one be? Oh wow. Oh my god. I, Double I, Dublin. I, 
Yeah, double, yeah. Double Dublin. Yeah. Mm. That just came Hallelujah. right out, Alan. You were, you were sitting on that. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, my time has come. <laughs> we, used to, we were obsessed with their, um, their sitcom that you spent Nickelodeon. With Bob Saget. Yeah, uh, no, not, 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 not Full House. You. And if that day is now Two of a Kind? Two of a Kind, yeah, oh, when yeah. they were teens. What yeah. am I thinking of? It was just a lovely like, song. I know, yeah. thanks. Like, um, oh God, it was um Oh Tomorrow Never Comes. I don't know, they were a bit older and I remember there was a scene where someone had laid out a whole thing of dominoes and then like there was some altercation, it was like blah 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 and then all the dominoes fell and it was like, Oh and it was classic. <laughs> I don't know why I remember So little time it was called, sorry. It's like so, so little, little time. time so much to do. I'm so glad I remember that, otherwise I would have yes. looked insane. No, I thought you were mental there <laughs> yeah. for, for a full minute. <laughs> like someone just cut like calling pressing a button under the desk like yeah. uh, Mover the door, top door. Um, sorry, but you're you're not here to talk about making actually. <laughs> no, so, but like, I was um I just made me think as well. So it was like in terms of celebrities on Start All, they started yeah. introducing these like kind of verified pages as well, mm-hmm. where they'd have like celebrities would have like real pages like their own dolls and their own suites that they could mm-hmm. like interact with fans and stuff and I remember Avril Lavigne was like <gasps> the first one and it was like a huge deal oh and her doll gosh. was actually like mega 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 realistic as well it was like around the time of Girlfriend so she had like the really platinum blonde hair with like pink at oh, the yeah. end oh, and right. it was class it was so so cool God you would think Avril Lavigne would have been like that's not beneath me yeah literally <laughs> it was bizarre now I mean that was after she was replaced by her double yeah, oh, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that, that wasn't Avril now at yeah. all <laughs> so it was like now I mean I'm sure there were people writing to Avril like weeks and weeks later after like the initial promo being like oh my god Avril hi and like no one was replying to them and they were just shouting into the void but they had a couple of other I was trying to think of other ones they had I think they someone Paulina I can't think of her second name I think she was a George on Project Runway oh you know this um, I've only seen the later seasons oh. Nina Garcia no it wasn't no. Nina Garcia okay. I can't think of her. Someone will be listening to this and they'll be screaming at their <laughs> whatever device they're listening on. But yeah, it was it was cool. It was kind of the first kind of thing where it was like you kind of felt like you were mm. celebrities were in reach of you and stuff when they kind of technically weren't. But yeah, yeah. no, and because like if you think about like I remember when Twitter first happened, everyone was like so their minds were blown by the idea of like you can just like tweet Stephen Fry and he mm. might see it. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And like I remember early Twitter was just people trying to get Jim Carrey to respond to them. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Like, and like was that what it started all? It was like just like ah, respond to me. You pretty can see much, this. yeah. And like just people like being like, oh my god, she replied, whatever, and yeah. blah blah blah, and all this. You know when people do that to you now still. When someone kind of cool replies to you and then someone replies to both of you going, oh, I can't believe they replied to you. Yeah. Like, I know. I know. Sh- fucking chill. Play it cool. Yeah. You're ruining my crush. Like, I'm, they're lucky to respond to me too. Shut up. <laughs> they have the privilege. How yeah. dare you? What's the most famous person that ever tweeted you back? Oh, um, Chris O'Dowd maybe? He follows our, not the Not Dirty Guide really early on, so. Really? He's like Hollywood famous, that's so I guess really that's good. pretty famous. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty high up there. Yeah. Um, oh God, I had the guy who played the mean doctor in Square, Dr. Cox. 
he replied to me before. <laughs> what were you trying to That's bizarrely specific. I was like much younger and he was on about something. He was doing like some Q&A and I was like, would you ever come to Ireland? Or something, the usual shite. Like, and oh, he was like, so yeah, I love coppers or something vaguely like that. He was really mm. sound. But then probably Aww. the one probably the one that meant most to me was Patrick from Fall Out Boy replied to me uh, uh, twice. Oh my God. And I loved him. Like he was Aww. the love. He is the love of my life. What am I talking about? Past tense. I love him. So weird that you bring up Fall Out Boy. I was in the cafe just before this and Sugar We're Going Down was on. It's such yeah. a tune. Such a tune. Such a tune. Everlasting tune. Yeah. But it was it was kind of weird as well because this does turn into the start all thing where it was a case of none of my friends in real life really liked Fall Out Boy and I was like yeah. the creepy weird emo in school. But then I had found like found like a community in Stardall that was like, oh, we really like all this like mm. music and stuff. And I would be able to like chat to them about it. And like they would tell me about going to gigs and stuff that I would never be able to go to because they hadn't come to Ireland at that yeah. point or rarely did or I wasn't old enough to go. So, so you made quite nice. a, like, yeah, yeah. I, we've not talked about the sort of like the chat element of Stardalls yet. So like, like, what kind of like do you, you you mentioned that you still have a girl that you're friends with mm. like what kind of friendships were you making there um, she was probably my main friend that I made it was kind of her name is Holly um, we kind of transitioned from Stardall to like MSN but it was just yeah. I don't even remember us becoming like friends through st- like massively like it's so weird now but then I remember us spending like we would spend hours talking on MSN and like I remember eventually like telling my mom and my mom was like oh my god what the hell like and then I was like no 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 it's fine and like she went on a webcam with my like with my mom and all just to prove that she yeah. wasn't like fake and weird and mm. it was all very sound and we made like a couple attempts to meet up but between like I was we were progressing through school at this point and then it was just like MSN wasn't a thing and we were still kind of in touch but um and I was obviously still in Cork at this point so it was kind yeah. of hard but um yeah, we still, we give each other the odd uh, Instagram DM and oh, let them know we're still obsessed with each other. Yeah, it's quite wholesome. Like the way of communicating was you had like like a guest book and basically you got people to like sign in or like the way people mm. would write on your wall on Bebo. It was yeah, kind of yeah. similar yeah. to yeah. that. Or like, my, my space was the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd get people to send you like roses in yeah. this case and, and they'd, you'd have like the rose in like your house and stuff, so. And was it the same thing as Bebo? Because like I remember when the hearts got introduced and you could only send one heart a day and you have to be really selective and therefore like, you know, having like 75 hearts was like a big deal. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. like, you get one of those a day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you could send like, I never really got any roses. Sad face. Um, but I think you could send an unlimited amount. But like you had to buy the roses so like Jesus. it would cost you money. Like, so I don't know how cost effective that would be if you were just like sharing people roses and getting <laughs> nothing back. So... Um, Sorry, it's cool the way like teens just find a way to build communities wherever they are mm. like even on something as simple as that there was still an emo section and yeah a, like did however so was it in terms of styling like were you able to were you able to be emo yeah it looks, was kind of was like it, was it, it would be glam? it was very kind of clearly divided between like the real stylish people who would take it very seriously and stuff or like would appear to anyway mm. and then you had like you'd have like the emo people who not that they didn't take it seriously but they had like their style was emo and then yeah. you would like maybe just kind of simpler people who weren't maybe as concerned with like the fashion aspect of it it would there was like very clear divides between mm. everyone it was nice though like the way you did it was you could join like certain groups that you would like if you shared like a common interest but then again there was also like this kind of hierarchy thing where there was like 
um, Kelly that I work with actually did an article before about like there was this group called like Hot People 911 or something and it was right. like you could only join if you were hot. <laughs> I need a happy you know, like, It's an emergency. You know, like, yeah, I don't know the significance of the 911 but it was like elite dating or something for... Oh, wow. Or the equivalent of, not literally dating, but like mm. the equivalent of that on like Stardot. Now, I don't know how strictly they enforce that. Yeah. Also, I don't know how if they were just judging on avatars and stuff yeah. like but Yeah, that was it. So you'd was join a group like, and... Was there a way to like post photos on it or was it purely... No. Yeah. Which was just as well. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. just purely yeah. like cartoon wholesomeness. So. That's cool. Yeah. Because it's really how cool. you want to present yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's completely an unfiltered version of like your yeah. id, I guess. And you could literally change it on any given mm. day, like and change your hair and change your outfit yeah. and your eyes and your nose and your face and whatever way you look. So it's cool. It's so weird, isn't it? How like when we started off doing kind of chat rooms and different sort of chat room technology, it was all about like your ideal self and mm. everything mm. and like... Or just like a different version of your real life. And now I feel like the internet is like a hyper-realistic version of who you are. Yeah. Mm. And it's like people are so, you know, tra- are they so seemingly transparent about like the nitty gritties of who they are. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's very, it's very funny how it's turned that way. Like I look at like tweets that I sent, you know, five years ago that I'd never sent now. Do you mm. know what I mean? Because you're trying to create this illusion of like, I'm so cool. I listen to the Smiths. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. But it's even on like Instagram now where it's like the tide is definitely turning where it's like, I suppose now, I mean, obviously there's still a minority, but like going from these like really hyper auto-tuned stuff to almost being like yeah. r- really transparent to the point where it's like, yeah, completely. Yeah. Instagram stories as well has become like a weird, like, through the looking glass version of Instagram because you look at someone's like real profile and it's like gorgeous pictures of them on holidays and then you look on their Instagram stories it's like them hung over talking into the mm. thing at you being like, yeah. like yeah, so it's very funny yeah. that is so me. I know yeah and like yeah your you're, um, you're, uh, sorry Instagram stories about Love Island are become quite the tour de force yeah just me wearing the same t-shirt six days in a row giving, it, giving out about people I've never met like ideal yeah it's weird they are, they are your new star dolls because they're just like these beautiful things moving around this cardboard cutout yeah but it's, just, <laughs> but it's just it's just so I'm so baffled at how it was picked up or anything but it's just it was just I always say to people when they write to me and they're like oh my god I love this I'm like thanks I just really like talking to myself and to other people so I just love that element of it like and just making friends and getting to know other people and having a laugh with people, which was kind of always what I wanted to do on Start All as well, mm. like kind of separate to school and stuff. If I was having like a crappy time, I could go on and talk yeah. to my other friends who were just as valuable in a weird kind of mm-hmm. childlike lens way, if that makes sense. No, I totally get it. I was the same. I um, used to be on a guitar forum. Amazing. Um, it was very, you know, it was like it was like a guitar forum, but it was like the discussion unrelated to guitar section mm. <laughs> so I never like once anything goes yeah I know Just it was totally how all forums all, had all like, forums had little, like yeah like it was either called like the fun zone or <laughs> unmoderated <laughs> anything goes yeah yeah it was basically like an anything goes section yeah. and like I think I, I registered once to like ask a question about changing guitar strings and mm. after that I found the discussion part and then like I, um, I, I got a boyfriend on it no way I like did. a real one like a real one. Oh my god I know and we like talked on MSN every day for like five years and then when I was 16 I told my I don't know how I got out of this I told my <laughs> I told my parents I saved up enough money to go like see him in Scotland <gasps> and I like just took a plane to go see my boyfriend in Scotland <laughs> oh and he wasn't a rapist he was actually what? yeah that's so nice though. 
It's like it's a reverse catfish. Like. <laughs> it was. It was exactly so how it was. cute. Yeah. And then we had like a really nice time just like holding hands going around Glasgow. Like it was no one sweet. would ever get away with that no. now. <laughs> no. <laughs> and what was so cute about it is that I didn't like I didn't tell anybody in my actual life about it. Yeah. I just sort of like I was it was like the first time in my life I'd ever had a secret. Yeah. Do you know what mm. I mean? Aww. <laughs> but that was the way I kind of felt with Holly in terms of like I couldn't say it to my real friends because they'd be like, what the f yeah. like, do you know yeah. what I mean? But it was always nice then because I'd like come home from school and then talk to her about her going to school and just it was just bizarre yeah. but like so nice looking back on it it's mm. just because that warm feeling it's very weird now because like I, I work with teenagers sometimes it's a school that I work with and it's girls school and um, we they talk to me about social media and their their version of social media it's just like their school and mm. like um, other schools that are kind of local to them so but they only talk to those people online. They don't really talk to strangers that much at all. Or if mm. they do talk to them, they're like friends of friends yeah. kind of thing. So I'm just like, oh, where's the escapism in that? Like the whole point is that you like, like go home and you talk to someone in North Carolina. Like, do you know like, what I mean? Hi. Like, hi, you like Fallout Boy also. Yeah, it's weird. Like, but it's just, it's because I suppose there is like, there obviously is like a warranted sense of fear in terms of like online now for like yeah. mm. kids and stuff. But it's just, it's, oh, it's kind of hard as well because how do you balance that with like, opening yourself up and like learning new things and stuff and yeah. meeting other people where it's not weird like do you know what I mean I think we like, think forums back yeah because like with Twitter totally. you, you sign up and then you kind of go people you know and already like and then you can kind of shut out everybody else yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas in a forum you're all in there together because mm. you like a thing and, but you have to put up with everybody yeah, you can't like yeah, yeah. mute people in a forum yeah like my first one I was on was um the forum for a website called jackars.net which was a Waterford version of Jackass which was some guys I knew who used to throw themselves downstairs and film it amazing but it was like Waterford people I didn't know right and I found that I could write funny okay I'd never mm. been particularly funny in real life but then I realised if I was writing and I had time to actually think about what I was saying mm. I could be funny and people would like that and that was like this whole new thing and then I went through loads of different forums then because there was no MySpace was still like because I'm old, most of like a few years off, mm. even then. But um, yeah, so forums like they make you everybody's there together, yeah, for a reason. Like yeah. with, like with Starlog, everybody has come in because they like fashion. I guess yeah. there's definitely a, like a baseline level of fashion. Everybody wants to get along because they don't mm. want to get kicked off. Whereas on Twitter, everybody's just like, yeah, yeah, just a rage. I will score points like, against everybody. Yeah. If we don't go back to forums, we should at least introduce the prospect of mods on Twitter. <laughs> Yes. Oh my god, yes. Just so we can Imagine. say, yeah. fuck the mods. <laughs> 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 on, on the forum that I was a part of, there was so much politics over who got made a mod. Yeah. And like, yeah. oh god. And like, there'd be like someone who's been there for like five years and like mm. uh, would not get made a mod, but someone who's there like two years will get made a mod. And there'll be like this internal flame war <laughs> over yeah. who got made a mod. There definitely still is that among like <laughs> Facebook groups and stuff now, even with like. Oh, yeah like yeah. UK Simpsons and all your Simpsons fans and it's yeah. like the mods never yeah. let us post anything I, I remember especially coming up to like repeal time and yeah. being like oh blah blah we can't say anything and I'm like yeah it's because you're wrong but <laughs> I know like do you remember I actually stopped following the um uh, Irish Simpson fans thing though it pained me very much because uh, people were like saying really shit things about Drag Race like oh my god oh, it was so weird yeah. yeah there was this weird little oh, no. couple of days where people were really shitty about Drag Race I know I couldn't Aww. do it like yeah. loads of people were like you know because it was like Drag Race season yeah and yeah. Uh, people were like posting loads of stuff about like Aquaria and all that stuff and uh, there were like all these like straight guys just being like man this what's this I don't want to see this nah. I can't engage with this <laughs> like, this isn't for okay. me here's another yeah. Eamon Dunphy <laughs> meme instead yeah, yeah. But speaking of um, Drag Race actually Like uh, Aquaria 
got her start on like uh, did you see this on the, did you watch the last series yes okay. and she um, was saying on that that like she got into it because she um, would use her webcam and she would like draw sort of like new features on top of the pictures of yeah. her using like paint or whatever and then she just like got better and better at like matching her makeup to mm. that so you could totally imagine her on Stardust yeah. couldn't you like oh, fully like Clary someone needs is to a Stardust yeah. <laughs> she's a real life Stardust were there many boys on Stardust you could have the option to be a boy, but okay. like, not really. Like, there were, but they were obviously in the minority. Do mm. you know what I mean? So, like, I didn't really have many. Over, were they? Yeah. Well, I didn't have many encounters with them because I didn't care at that point. <laughs> I was just like, give me the celebs. But mm. yeah, it was weird. Like, again, with the hierarchies, some people, there would be like these couples and then they would like break up and then it would be written about in these like blogs and these start all magazines and stuff. So and like it was like proto YouTubers. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. We- wow. like, in their. Own bizarre tiny yeah, yeah. subsection. It was it was weird, yeah. And then they would get with someone else, and they'd be like, oh, shocking. And then it was like, none of this. And now that I'm like, now I'm like, did none of this happen in real life? Like, <laughs> yeah, none of this was real in a yeah. sense. Like, it was weird, really, really weird. Um, did you ever have there was like a, a Microsoft chat thing where you could it was like a chat oh, room, comic chat, but it was a comics. Yeah. It was so good. That was my that very so my cool. very first thing. There was like eight avatars you could pick from. Yeah, yeah, and you could change your facial expression. It was amazing. Yeah, and there was like just a big long list of chat rooms you could sign into, and you would go, okay, I guess I'll go to the kids one because I'm eleven. Yeah, and then you'd like, like, like when you're thirteen, you're like, I'm gonna go to the yellow one. <laughs> I'm gonna say ASL. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like, there was no permanence in those either. So you go in and like talk to someone, and then never see them again, or hear from again, or even yeah. remember their name. But it would be totally illustrated as if it were a real comic. Yeah, yeah. sort of. It all appears like speech bubbles off people's heads. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. But and like I imagined how Star Dolls was, it wasn't just a thing of like, oh, going into chat room, having a screen name. It was like, it, it was like an idealised version of yourself. Like, mm. I can be the, the cool lady with the cigarette at the dinner yeah. party. Or the tiki face Oh, man. literally. Like, yeah. it was, and yeah. people would have like parties in their guest books where it was like, you'd just be on one person's profile and you'd all be like, just prolifically writing things or like yeah. role playing this kind of party yeah. thing. It was, it was just so much fun and so weird, but so mm. transient, as you said, where it was a case of like, you might never speak to that person then again. Are you like, might yeah. go and you like might meet other people through it and then you'd never speak to that other person again it was weird did you ever um, get into second life at all no it was like I think apparently it's still going did it seems like the natural next step it is, it is still so going much. because uh, Monster Factory did, did a couple of episodes set in second life which did is the they? McElroy series where they create the most horrible thing they can with a character creation tool okay. oh. and then, then set it loose in a game so they did second life like last year so it is still going it's a ghost town yeah, it's oh. completely empty. Wow. They were finding all these like bars that people like put loads of like real world money into building and like getting ornaments for, and it's just empty everywhere. That makes me so. But there's sad. still like a few people on there who are like renting out land to people. They like, still <laughs> they're like so I, I own the second life land. Price out of try Oh my god! It's like the bubbles coming back. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Mm. But it does seem like the, like a natural next step from yeah. Stardog because you would dressed as a lot of it was just like customising a person as much as you yeah. want and then just walking them around wherever yeah, yeah. so it's weird that you, I wonder yeah. if there was like a there was like a couple of like I was all, I was also on Club Penguin obviously um, oh yeah and what about Habbo Hotel I wasn't on Habbo Hotel I was on Habbo now I liked a bit of Habbo me yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was on Habbo I was on a thing called Puzzle Pirates which oh was, lovely I love Puzzle Pirates <laughs> where you solve puzzles when you're a pirate obviously there was another thing that I can't I think it was like Moxie or Mox 
dolls or something which yeah. was like very similar again that was a, like a dress up kind of thing mm. but that was I found that was a bit more seedier so I limited my time on that um, but yeah I was just thinking there that it's so weird that I like there was one day I went on and it was the last day I went on Stardall do you know what I mean like mm. I'd love to know what was like Obviously, you just get older and stuff, but I'm like I'm so emotional. I, I think about it. I was like, I never logged into Fire Eleven again. Like, that is emotional. Do you know what I mean? Like, hmm. it's so like there was just that definite moment where that break where it was like, okay, I'm not a preteen anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. a teenager. Let's go to a field with cans. Like, oh, <laughs> oh my was God. there like a definite break, or do you? I just, just, like, you just logged out and would I never logged like, back in. I feel like I mo- it was MSN then. I just moved mm. on to MSN, yeah. and that was it. And that was. There was definitely a part of, you, of your experience that you don't remember that was like, start off for babies. Yeah, <laughs> fully, like, fully. There's nothing worse than when you're a preteen and someone tells you that something is for babies. Yeah, but I think uh, that was another thing as well where all my friends were like, oh, like, I don't play it anymore, like, mm, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, thinking back at home, like, she was like, yeah. oh, what am I doing? But yeah, it's weird. I suppose as well because my friend was like, on MSN and then we were chatting on MSN, the, we didn't really need start all because mm. she'd become my main friend from it. And I was probably using it to chat to her, so yeah. that would make sense. So, like, I mean, this is a weird thing to say, to comment on physical appearances on a radio <laughs> podcast thing, but you're very fashionable. Thanks. <laughs> Love your outfit. I paid a fiver for these shoes. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> I got them at Heaton's. No, they're very they're scuffed. So Don't good. look at that one. This one's a bit better. <laughs> they're very good. To, um, for the listeners... Afternoon is wearing a beautiful uh, kind of cream silk shirt tied in a knot and then these sort of like Cher Horowitz inspired sort of chaps they're high waisted there's a lovely deep pocket on them and then they've got these patent shoes that exactly match the top so what I'm saying is you are a star doll <laughs> um, Transition complete Yeah um, so like you seem like, like a very fashionable person especially when I met you like, but do you think you're like you've got a love of fashion that maybe started on this platform? Kind of, probably unbeknownst to me, just because in real life when I was growing up, I didn't view myself as being like stylish or anything. And obviously I was still very young, like my identity wasn't really formed or whatever. But it's definitely a lot of the stuff like I carry through in terms of like seeing outfits and stuff. I'm Mm. like, have have been based on stuff that I've seen on Stardall even if it's stuff yeah. that I won't wear if I see something I'll be like oh that's nice because it'll probably remind me of like a dress that I saw or like mm. that I had growing up and I think it kind of helped me in terms of like I love mixing and matching stuff obviously so yeah. like it was it's a, like yeah it's it, I think it has left a bigger impression on me than I thought as opposed yeah. to because even now I wouldn't really consider myself like Stylish, and I suppose again, it's hard growing up with like this Instagram thing where everything was like really pristine and everyone's really nice and mm. everyone spends a lot of money on things. But it has kind of given me this sense of, well, I know what I like, and yeah, this mm. is what I'm going to wear and want to do. And it might people might like it, people might not, but this is what I like, and it's definitely has come from that. But so sometimes it's so hard to know. I feel this way anyway that like it's as a woman anyway because you're expected to like have this like preternatural aestheticness that mm. you like know what looks good. And I never feel like I know what looks good or what taste is or anything. Mm. Like. I think the ability to think in outfits is something that not everybody has. I no. think that's to be taught. I think that you probably learned it yes. from there. Oh, 100%. Where literally. I, yeah. mo- like most men go, okay, I'm going to wear, I'm going to pick up these jeans mm. and they're okay. <laughs> and then I'll will someone shout at me if I put this with that <laughs> no okay I'm wrong. No. I'm good it's alright yeah but the term, and think of like a head to toe thing with like accessories and shoes and it's not something you pick up in the world there has mm. to be a specific thing you're into yeah. like yeah. Project Runway or Stardall yeah. or Sweet Valley High or something you yeah, know where, yeah. where, where there's a lot of people with looks 
And I think that seems to help you. Because you have like a very, you know, Fanula's style. Thanks. You know? Yeah. It's, yeah, even, I'm thinking back on it now, like I would spend hours going like in not even my own doll but I'd go and dress up the celebrities and I'd have like you obviously have like this selection of clothes and like people would put on like the usual they'd put on like a dress that they wore on a red carpet or something that's like mm-hmm. really famous and you'd see what's on them but then I would find myself going back and putting together these like different outfits and then yeah. thinking about it and then coming back later and being like actually I think this might work and I might mm-hmm. not but it would be a case if I go back and try totally. and then see so yeah I suppose spending all that time you're dead right it's just you kind of see what works in inverted commas because obviously mm. that's completely uh, subjective yeah. but yeah. What, what's cool about that though is like I think if you you know if you're a girl like growing up in especially somewhere like Ireland where like you know there's only like four shops when you're growing mm. up generally and like you can't afford anything and you sort of grow to think that like if you don't like how you look and you don't like your clothing options that like fashion and beauty is for other people Mm -hmm. and you kind of start resenting it like I remember like having a phase where I just like just wearing hoodies all the time and Mm. it was like a way of saying like this isn't for me I'm not part of this yeah but like if you have this sort of like little little playground for yourself online where you can do that yeah it's just quite nice yeah it was and like it was kind of good in the sense that like and again, I never encountered this, but it never was like, it never felt like sexualized or anything. It was just a case yeah. of like people wanting to put on clothes, whatever those clothes oh, yeah, were. Because you were dressing for yourself and other women, yeah. not for like, no men yeah. there. It was just, yeah. But it, even in, as I said, like there were hierarchies and there was like, I'm sure some people engaged in like a popularity contest. Mm. Like I never really felt pressure to do that. It was just a case of I wanted my doll to look not how I felt looked nice. Mm. And that was all I did. And it was yeah. it was very satisfying when you had like an idea in your head and then putting it into practice and it turned out nice. And you would just be kind of proud of yourself about how yeah how good they looked. So That's, Your point is really interesting, Alan, that thing about like how women dress for other women is different to how women dress for men, kind of. Mm. I don't know if women do dress for men, really. Do they? I, I mean, obviously, like, there's, like, you know, first date scenarios or whatever, well, yeah. where I think mm. I think mm. sometimes women do. But, like, I definitely put more effort into seeing female friends <laughs> yeah. than I do into, like, going out with my boyfriend or whatever, you mm. know? Yeah. Agreed. Like, there's nothing better than, like, someone saying, I like your dress, and then you going, thanks, it has pockets! Yeah. <laughs> or, or what's that tweet where it's, like, um, a man compliments you what you're wearing, and it's like, all right, thanks. And then it's, like, a woman compliments you, and it's just, like, loads of flour and all these <laughs> things. It's like, oh, my God, thanks! Thanks. Yeah, like that's fully me. Like, <laughs> there's nothing more satisfying. Okay, I think that's probably a good place to leave it. So, yeah. dressing for yourself. <laughs> that's a good message. Dressing for yourself yeah. and for Starla. So, thank you so much, Vanilla Jones. Do you have Thanks. anything you want to plug? Do I have anything I want to plug? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Come watch me on Instagram. Come on, there's only yeah. like a couple yeah. of days left to Love Island. I'm at Fanula J. J-A-Y, Does it ever like end? Homer. I've never seen an episode, but it seems like it's been going on for three this years. This is like one of the. I think this is the longest. No, it's this is only the fourth series, but like this has been on for eight weeks. They've been in there for two months. Like mm. so, Jesus. Even the Aussie one in comparison, which has just started airing now, but it's happened already. Like they were only in there for a month. Christ. They are like thirty days. Yeah, thirty days. So because they keep sending more people in. Don't they? Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's like. It's not like there's no shortage of super hot people who want to be on television. Oh, so yeah, they, no, they, yeah. they could run it forever. I yeah. think that's what they're just trying to just keep them all in one place. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't. I don't watch it not because for any like reason other than that it seems like a class A reality show. In that, like, if you get a little bit of it, oh, you're going to be hooked like, on it for the rest of your life. No, because I was as skeptical as anyone is mm. towards these things, and my housemate was like, "No, listen." you need to like I was really snobby about it at my house I was like you need to watch it trust me blah blah whatever and I started watching last year just as it kind of started and it completely it's so it's all consuming like it's yeah 
in a good but mainly a bad way (laughs) no but like you know when I first started watching Drag Race which would be my big like reality show of choice or whatever it was just like oh there went eight weeks of my life where I just Mm. came home from work and that was all I did was watch that and just disappeared down this rabbit hole Yeah, and like I just can't afford to lose that scheme of time right now fair yeah yeah. (laughs) I'm so devastated they're all off Netflix now though all the old series I know so devastating oh god I would actually I would register for Star Dolls tomorrow if there was a Drag Race sort of version of it it would be yeah. the biggest laugh. I meant to actually check what new, if any kind of new or current celebs were added. Because you could had it that you could like submit if you wanted people. Mm. I'm sure oh, people really? have put in about um, any of the drag race stars. That'll be class. I want to go back now and see if I can dress them up. I tried yeah. to sign up for it yesterday. Did you? And I think I put in my age so it wouldn't let me. It was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing no, here, no. sir? Turn back. <laughs> We're going to assume this is a mistake yeah, and not like, report you to police. They were like, there's been an error. <laughs> Your age. <laughs> oh my God. There we go. Thank okay. you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks guys. Bye, everybody. So we're back. Caroline's still here. Oh, yeah. I ate a banana. It was very mashed. It was, yeah. It was a diabolical it was banana. A bad banana, yeah. I made Alan turn away when I ate it because I felt so self conscious. And I, was, I volunteered. I was happy to do it. Um, <laughs> so we need to do some plugs and we need to do some thank yous. So, Caroline, plug your book first for us. Yes. Uh, hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Caroline here. Hey, guys. <laughs> Welcome to my vlog. Subscribe every Wednesday. Um, no, uh, but seriously, I've got a book out. It's called Promising Young Women. It's that big yellow book that's in the bookshop near you. And if you like um, anything you heard me talking about today, any of my journalism that I do for the pool, um, you'll I hope you'll enjoy my book. It's a sort of a gothic romance set in a modern advertising environment. So think like Jane Eyre, but if Jane Eyre had Twitter. Um and yeah, I really hope you like it. Some people do. So please go and have that. Yeah, it's 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 really good. Seriously, buy it. Go read it on a beach somewhere or on a plane or on the car on the way to the airport if someone else is driving. Just Yeah. Yeah. Or in the wintertime. <laughs> it's, it seems like it could be a good autumn book. Yeah, honest. I think so. Yeah, it's quite yeah. autumnal. Um, so I have nothing to plug right now. Do I? You've got that yes. festival? Yes. Okay, this weekend, if you're listening to this when it comes out, this weekend we're doing a live show at the All Together Now Festival in Waterford, which is 20 minutes from my house, which I'm very happy about. So I can go to a festival and then go home to my own bed afterwards. And we're going to be talking to Emily Pine, uh, writer of Notes to Self, which you've been seeing a lot about on Twitter. And we're going to be talking about Little Women. So it'll be me, Sarah, and Emily Pine at 5.45 or 6.45. One of those, 5.45 in uh, the, the spoken word section of the festival. And then Suggs is on after us. So come see us, then go see Suggs talk about stuff. We're clashing with the new power generation, which I understand will be a problem for you. And I will understand if you go see Prince's band instead of us talking about Little Women. But Spoiler, we, Prince but, won't be there, lads. That's true. There you you know, he might be with us in spirit. It's hard to know. Um, but yeah, we'd love to see some of you there if any of you are all together now. Uh, so let's thank some people. Let's thank Dee for our artwork, as always, because it's excellent. Thank Brian for uh, producing this episode. Uh, thank the Heads Up Podcast Network for having us and go listen to some other podcasts like Sparking Change with Dill or Fair Game or The Sus all good all worth your time um, and that's it Caroline anything else to add? Um, if you like podcasts I also have a podcast yes. it's called The School for Dumb Women if you like facts and also jokes you can listen to me talk about those things there 
There you go. Yeah, yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye. HPN, the Headstuff Podcast Network. See headstuff.org for more details.